0: Today's episode is answering listener questions, so let's just get right into it. The first question I'm going to address today is, can you explain the debt ceiling and what that means in terms of government shutdown? The debt ceiling is the amount of money the U.S. government can borrow to pay debts. The government has passed bills that cost more than the U.S. raises in taxes and other revenue. The ceiling limits the amount of money the U.S. can borrow. Many programs, and therefore people, are deeply affected by the U.S. reaching its limit and not being able to pay for these programs anymore. Six million jobs could be lost in this standstill. The U.S. has never defaulted on its credit. Doing so would be more detrimental than a government shutdown. Republicans and Democrats cannot agree on the issue, and both sides are pointing fingers and are calling for the other to act in their interest. The U.S. has until October 18th to raise the debt limit. As I was working on this episode, the government shutdown was averted hours before the deadline. This only provides relief till December 3rd and does not include provisions to raise the debt ceiling. Next question is, what is the Texas abortion law and its potential impact? A Texas abortion law went into effect in September, banning most abortions after six weeks. Roe v. Wade, the landmark abortion case, established a constitutional right to this procedure, and Texas's law has taken the most restrictive view of this case. Six weeks is an early time to ban abortions because most women don't know they're pregnant, and by the time they've missed their period, they're an estimated four weeks pregnant. This gives a woman two weeks to realize she's pregnant and decide whether or not to get an abortion. Beyond that, many women don't track cycles, or they're irregular, and therefore, it's very common for a woman to get pregnant and make it to six weeks and not know. There were included provisions that would likely make it harder for courts to challenge the law once it goes into effect. The law was not blocked by the Supreme Court, and many other states have restrictive abortion laws being held up in court, but this may well create a path for them to pass these bills. The third question is centered around the food shortages and what's driving them. Supply chain issues and food hoarding are causing grocery store shelves to look more bare than usual. Supply shortages are causing prices in both grocery stores and restaurants to increase, reflecting the strain of the problem. The shortage is less about actual availability of food and more about labor availability, which is limiting the ability to harvest, process and package the food. However, many don't think that the shortage is going to hit an irreversible point because the food supply industry is resilient and while it may not look good now, it will eventually even out. The fourth question is all about booster shots for COVID-19. Pfizer has been granted FDA approval for a booster shot with Moderna and Johnson & Johnson still seeking that same approval. The current approval is narrow, with people over 65, younger people with medical conditions that could raise the severity of symptoms, and younger people whose jobs put them at a high risk for getting infected. A group of 18 scientists, two of them being FDA officials, stepped down over the booster shot, arguing there was little evidence to suggest it was needed. Pfizer booster shots are currently available for those with approval, while booster shots will eventually be more widely available, for now they are approved for adults most we're going to end with a slightly different question than usual. What is the one current political event that you are most passionate about? The event I feel most passionately about, or am most interested in right now, is the U.S. debt ceiling. Now, I don't know much about economics, but from what I've read and understood, the U.S. debt crisis is fast approaching. It affects so many people, and I will definitely be keeping an eye on it. I'm also going to include an update on the January 6th Commission. The Commission has issued round two of subpoenas, this time targeting the Stop the Steal rally and its organizers. This round comes right after the committee subpoenaed four close aides to former President Trump. Some people are volunteering or coming in willingly, but most are not. This committee is still working to untangle the events of January 6th, and I will continue to update as more comes to light. Thank you so much for joining this month's episode.